You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, California and streaming live on Ustream. This is AfterBuzz TV for Modern Family. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Modern Family news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Modern Family! Oh, hello, hello, everyone out there on podcast land and on the internet. I am Mario Hernandez, and this is the After Buzz TV podcast for Modern Family, the first one of 2012. And with me on the line is my new partner in crime, Ruba Wilson. Ruba? Yeah, yeah, what up? (laughs) How you doing? I'm freaking amazing because I'm so stoked to talk about Modern Family. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, 2012. It's it's a it's a new year, but you know what? The uh, the same old goodness uh, keeps rolling on. It's very it's very exciting. Now, where exactly are you? You're you're out and about, right? Yes, I am out in LA driving around. Um, I'm actually on the five freeway. So yeah, it's, there you it's go again. You so said you said on again. You said on. We we had a conversation earlier where I could have sworn you were from New York, and you're like, no, I was born in Pittsburgh, lived here my whole life, but. I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere along the line, you picked up on. Did you? Uh, I don't know. Did you? Did you watch a lot? Did you listen to a lot of? Uh, I don't know. New York hip hop, or where did you get the on from? You know what? I like. I said I'm from Pittsburgh, so I guess that's my little Pittsburgh twang in my voice. I guess, but no, I'm not a big hip hop head. I kind of wish I was. Like, I think you know when I listen to like rap music, it makes me feel like I'm super like invincible and hard but no 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 i, I didn't get <laughs> not any of that soft you, you, you listen to it and you're not soft you're hard right no, i'm i'm super hard super hard <laughs> okay that's yeah that's all we were just getting to know each other earlier and i was like oh man this guy this dude's from new york but now you just get you just got dropping words every now and then like on you're, you're on not, the five not even i totally wish i was from new york though that would be pretty epic oh well we're, we're glad to have you uh regardless how you know here's the thing if 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 I, I feel sorry for you if you are not in Southern California right now because uh, the temperature finally dropped a little bit today. It was mid seventies, but it's it hit eighty degrees the last two days, and it is you know we're it in the first feels, week of January. It feels amazing. Like honestly, if I woke up and just didn't know what day or year or whatever we were in, I would totally think that it was like spring, maybe summertime, yeah. early summer. Like it's it's totally not winter here in in LA. It's not really at all. Weird. Not at all. It's 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 pretty wonderful. I mean, when you have the option to you know go to the beach or go to the park or just you know just go about your day and just you know wear a t shirt all day or short sleeve, man. I I know the rest of the country is uh the rest of the country is actually not getting it that bad, but uh, but uh, you know they're not getting eighty degrees. <laughs> I, I totally feel you. Yeah, I think I wore a, a heavy jacket probably once this year, and that's about it. I, I carry one with me when I go out at night just in case, 
and but I still haven't found maybe, maybe if you're out on the out by the water um but the reality is right now I mean we've got you're, you're right it's springtime weather even you know summer weather for some places of the country but this is just this is unreal so uh, if yeah, you're listening, I could totally wear shorts today if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're all week, all week it's been like that. So you know, if you're not if you're not down here, get down here because uh, this is this is definitely where it's at. It's, really. it's the place to be. Holla. So so Ruba, I hear you also do the uh, uh, um, uh, was it Project Runway? No. Which, yes, which I did Project Runway yesterday. The um, recap show that was another. Flipping amazing show! I had so much fun. Okay, I haven't been I haven't been, uh, I haven't been watching it uh, this season, so I might I might have to uh, catch up just so we could have a little a little cross uh, cross chatter across the uh, different shows. Yeah, right. Well, we're not that far into the season; it's only the first episode. So oh, it's only the first episode. Okay, well, maybe maybe I'll watch that. Maybe uh, maybe I'll, uh, I'll I'll get into it so that we can we can have some common some common ground. But um, yeah, add, add that to your schedule uh, your schedule on TiVo. You need it in your life. Okay, <laughs> you got it. You got it, man. I, 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 Modern Family. You know, uh, they they took some weeks off, but uh, but now they're back. What would you, you think of this week's uh, show? This week's episode is called Lifetime Supply. And, Lifetime uh, Supply, what? dude. Like, Modern Family. It honestly cannot get any more insane. Like, honestly, I don't watch a lot of scripted television because I just feel like it's just not connected to the audience anymore. Like, right. it's kind of extra 90s but i love the fact that modern family gave you that reality kind of feel with the whole commentary and then you go back into the scene commentary back in the scene like i just love how real it is and um yeah the show just can't get any any better and today's episode was not today's episode but wednesday's episode was a great as well so yeah, no, they, they they had a lot of uh, really good things going on. You know, the, the, the core of the show, the performers, you know, and they're starting to really get comfortable with their roles. You know, this is literally the midpoint of the third season. And uh, you just, there there's there's a comfort not only of the performers in their roles, but also with each other, you know? These, these, yeah. They're just really, you, you could just tell that they got a good flow going on, on set and that they're really kind of into the material. And that, 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 that counts for a lot, you know? That means that it comes across. No, for sure. Wait a minute. Hold on. What is the name? Um, the Hispanic girl. What is her name? I'm terrible. With Sophia. Names. Sophia Vergara. Sophia. Oh my gosh, she is like my Latin taquita banana. I love her. She She's amazing. So amazing. Yeah. Like honestly, she she makes the show for me. Like the moment she came in for her very first scene, that I saw, I was in love. She's amazing. I think one of the I love, I love her like Mexican little like heritage stories that she tells her yeah, husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, she, she's. I think she's Colombian also in the show. She's Colombian in real life. She just like she. You're right. You know, they, every time. Uh, Unfortunately, Hollywood and, and entertainment, of course, has this kind of, uh, you know, they have Hispanic and Latino stereotypes and they've been able to take what is just basically a, a, a smidgen of a stereotype, which is this idea of the fiery, you know, uh, hysterical Latina, but really give her some depth and some color. You know, you're right when she's talking about, you know, these dreams, these omens, these kind of old wives tales that she's bringing from the old world. She does it with such a charming, you know, in such a charming way that it's not you, you never feel like, oh, OK, it's a bunch of people sitting around being like what voodoo will we have her you know believe <laughs> it comes from a real place and it serves the story exactly. well you know the black mouse you know it's like ah, oh my the- god wait a minute she was like wait a minute was saying, oh my god this mouse just keeps sticking i can't do anything i'm just an email she's like oh my gosh 
just reminds me of the story about yes. the black mouse that I had right. and, and the dream about black mouse. And he's like, okay, I can really care less about this black mouse. I had dreams about freaking purple elephants. Like, yep. I just love her. I'm sorry. She's amazing to me. Yeah, no, she's great. And, and the way they were able to kind of you know, just just really take that storyline and really then, t- you know, tie it into Phil, who, who you know, may or may not be dying. And just it, it's just it's 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 a really simple uh, and, and that's and that's what the show does. The show just keeps it simple. You know, no crazy convoluted plot lines, no crazy, just really simple. Right. It's a modern family with modern problems. You know, we got one exactly. guy, one guy who might be sick. Uh, another guy, you know, uh, you know, Manny got taken out by his father, you know, who. I tell you what, and, and Benjamin Bratt, what, what, what can you say about Benjamin Bratt having him come out? You know, I just saw a movie with him in it called Thumbsucker, where he plays just a very small role. He plays, he actually kind of plays kind of the role that he did on Modern Family, where he plays this star, this uh, television star. So he's very kind mm-hmm. of, you know, very put together and very, you know, cool and very, and, and he has a meltdown. And I'm not going to say what it is for people that have seen it or haven't seen it. Uh, check it out, yeah. Thumbsucker. It's a, it's a really, he has a really hysterical uh, scene in that movie. But uh, he just, he, he, he's a great performer. So it's nice to see him. But again, they didn't take, they didn't, you know, we we went beyond the stereotype, right? We could have done, we could have done the bad father, right? He could have been, he could have been a jerk, and he and Jay could have been fighting, and instead, we just, you know, we're, we're never even, we're never even really sure why he and Gloria aren't together. Like they didn't, we didn't bother with that. We just assumed, you know, it doesn't work out. They're not together. This is what the story is. And rather than make him this, you know, caricature of a bad father. He's just, you know, he's a little intuitive and he believes, you know, he can see into the horse's eyes, which, you know, you could imagine that, you know, com- you know, that's probably what the attraction was between him and Black Mouse Gloria, you know, that they had this kind of weird connection I, of animals or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I love how they all tied all that craziness into, in together and it just, you know, revealed what was the craziness that was going on. Yeah, to, to tie it in in that third act, when you know, which, which is just one big scene at the end, you know, with everyone at the bottom of the stairs and the phone calls and the this, the that, you know, they they do that so well. They take the three plot lines and they just they tie them together each and every time so so beautifully. It's uh, it's 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 really fun to watch that show. You're right, you know, it's it's almost it it makes other shows look bad by comparison. You almost don't want to watch other shows because it's exactly they, like honestly, I could tell you that I literally <laughs> probably watch one other scripted television show and that's it and modern family kind of beats out that other scripted television show that i watch so you know you can't get any better than that yeah it's 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 you know they're 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 hitting their stride they 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 really are they're they're uh you know they they know where they want to go and 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 how they want it to come across the the characters you know you take a phil Again, going back, who who has the very first scene where he's in the doctor's office, right? And that's his arm, right, right. <laughs> and he tells him, you know, in this in this economy, you know, you keep getting, and the doctor says, bend over, and he's like, yeah, well, you like, know, yeah, it's pretty he's bad. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, no, I need he you to bend like, over, no, drop your pants bend and over. bend over. <laughs> You know that's that's a joke. It's a joke that we've seen a million times, right? It was in Fletch. It's been it's been in like oh, yeah, every show has the doctor scene, and you know they still they made it funny and they made it kind of the jumping off point for this, you know, really horrific you know, news. You know what I thought was really funny was the fact that right after Phil was in the doctor's office and he told him to bend over and whatnot, the next scene was the gay couple. I just I just thought that was kind of funny. The fact that literally the next cut was them and. 
Yeah. Right. As as he's bent over. Don't, now, now don't we're back. judge me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but again, you know, and again, that's 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 the, the you know we we don't you know we we go into new territory, and here's just you know we we've talked about this before on on previous episodes how you know it, it, it's a sign of the times now where we see like the gay couple you know doesn't have to you know it doesn't have to be a gay issue you know not every not everything yeah. about them but not every fight between them is a gay fight you know in this one it's just a simple kind of you know uh 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 mitchell gets a um you know mitchell gets a, an award and and cam is 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 upset by that and you know he feels threatened and then they get into the whole kind of pissing contest with with the trophies and the the fishing and and um and the linchpin of course with uh with alex the uh the niece who who kind of yeah. comes in? Remember what, what did she say? Which she's uh, she was like honestly. She was like during her commentary. She was like, "Well, I really didn't want to like burst the bubble, but trust me, if I would have gotten a, uh, she said I wouldn't have gotten out of bed for a reward like that. Basically saying that she's gotten so many like amazingly huge trophies, and they're making a big deal out of nothing, and they put up one tiny little trophy on their mantle." And she thought that was pretty pathetic, which yeah. I thought was hilarious. Yeah, for her, <laughs> the, for the overachiever, that's a, that's a tiny little, uh, tiny little trophy. I would that's never get out of bed for a trophy that size. Yeah, yeah. No, so that's that's uh, you know everybody got to play. You know, kind of the the um, forgotten kind of uh, storyline was this little one with Luke, uh, who's Phil and Claire's son, playing with the old man with uh, played by, by mm. Philip uh, Philip Baker Hall. Um, who's a great character actor. I mean, he's been in so much stuff. He's been, you know, he was in Boogie Nights and he was in uh, legendary, just a legendary character actor. And once again, Mm -hmm. they could have gone down the route of the old Dottie, you know, man, you know, who could have said, you know, crazy things or, you know, who swears or who raps or, you know, you see all these, it's usually, unfortunately, old, old women that they have doing this, but with old men too, you know, old men, what he can't hear and he's crazy and he says crazy (laughs) things. Uh, instead yeah. he, he plays video games with Luke and he, you know, he was in a war and he's, you know, give him hell Klaus and all that. Uh, but he was there just to provide just enough kind of comedic when they're sitting there and, uh, and Phil says, I love you. And, uh, uh, Philip Baker Hall says, I hope he's talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's talking to the kid. This is comedic timing is genius. Yeah, he's no, he's, he's a he's a solid uh, solid comedic actor. He's definitely uh, there was that was. I, I hope to see more of him. I suspect that they're that they're going to drop him in uh, in a couple of. Uh, I'm I'm sure he's going to definitely have a recurring role for sure. That that would be great because they could you know, they to. could take him all over town. That guy, you know, he could just be all over the place. Exactly. <laughs> um, let's see what, what what were some of the things that uh, that struck you that uh, that uh, that you really liked. Um, uh, from from the show. What about the uh, um, when they go to the racetrack? You know, we get we get back to this idea of Jay being uh, I don't want to say headstrong, but more uh, more I guess logical for 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 lack of a better word. Uh, whereas you know Javier playing the father. You know, uh, is this is this kind of intuitive? You know, he relies on his emotions and and how you know that whole um, dynamic. You know, because Jay is you know, and and you could argue that that's kind of what we're, what we're setting it up with the father and the stepfather dynamic. The father is an emotional man, is a passionate man who probably can't 
you know, commit or can't be, you know, can't be in a relationship with Gloria for whatever reason. Maybe the two of them are too emotional. Um, exactly. But Jay, you know what's so, you know what's so funny, what? Mario? What? My phone. We totally lost each other for like two point five seconds. Oh, is that I what like happened? Bento, I, I like bent over and dropped my phone, and you know. Oh, that's all right. No, I was just saying. No, I was just. I was saying how the um, how uh, Benjamin Bratt as the father is kind of the more passionate. He's kind of the heart of the situation, and we could we could see why he probably couldn't have ended up with Gloria because you got two you know crazy passionate people, and and yeah. you know I'm sure we Forever. we can all think of of somebody that's like, you know, you know, a couple where the two of them are just crazy, you know, emotional. Exactly. So that makes for great television. That's true. We want want to see that. We want to see those two passionate people like pulling at this, this character. Yeah. Well, Desperate Housewives built, you know, an entire franchise out of that, you know, just like crazy, you know, crazy kind of soap opera. But, you know, here comes Jay. And, you know, played by the, the wonderful Ed O'Neill, who, uh, you know, he's kind of the, the intelligence and the, you know, he's, te- he's showing Manny how to read like a racing form and how to really, you know, look at the, look at the numbers. And, um, you know, that's kind of a, 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 I think kind of a commentary somewhat on that dynamic of the yeah. father, stepfather. It's like, you know, when you're young and irresponsible or whatever, you know, you can be passionate. But eventually, when if you want to grow up in the world, um you know, you have to be, you have to use your head. You have to really kind of examine things. I just love their relationship, Ed O'Neill and, and, um, and his, his stepson, um, which is played by Rico. Um, I totally love their, like you said, their, their relationship on the show. I think it's great. Um, when I very first saw the show, I was like, yo, Ed Bundy, Al Bundy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It was amazing. Yeah. No, he's, he's able to, uh, to really kind of, you know, go, go, you know, play it, not serious because I don't want to say serious. Obviously, he's very he's playing it for comedy, but it's a very it's a very grounded role. It's a, it's it's you know he's the he's the rock upon which the whole family it. is built. You know exactly. And what's interesting? Can, I honestly think that they couldn't cast it. Oh no, no, he's 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 perfectly cast. But it's so great because you know Manny, the the little boy Rico Rodriguez, is yeah. so you know he's he's emotional. He's a poet, right? He's you know the the opening. Oh my god, that the uh, the costume that he had in the first scene when he comes out oh, dressed ready for my golf. God. <laughs> Just, he's dr- I, I, I died. I died for that scene. Yeah, he's dressed like my, like Matt Damon in Bagger Vance. You know, that's that's why he learned how to play golf because he said any any anything that you know lets me wear this outfit, I'm in. That's something I totally would have done that. Like I'm not even kidding. Like that's that you, you. You would start with the outfit and then work backwards. Was amazing. Yeah, no, it was it, he, he. He just that alone, you know. So and 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 then and then you know what? And then that was a joke. And then we didn't even have to go there. So like we didn't we didn't actually see them on the golf course, which we yeah. may before, which we may have in the past. It was just like a quick joke, and then that's the launching off point because he comes in and says, "Let's go to the to the to the races." So yeah. you know, you end up uh, you know in a, in a much better place. With with a lot more you know fun stuff. There's the whole thing with the horse being disqualified after you know Jay puts down three hundred bucks on the horse, which is kind of funny, right? Because then they get into a pissing contest that's really only one person participating, and that's Ed O'Neill. You know, Benjamin right. Brad is just like I'm gonna you know I'm going to sit out this race because I don't like the way the horses look, and uh, and so <laughs> and, but but Ed O'Neill doubles down. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna make it. You know, instead of fifty bucks, make it three hundred bucks. And, uh, he would. He would. He's like, no, nah, I'm not going to 
have a, a low blow. I'm going to really go for it. That's right. Let's yeah. Make it 300. Let's make it 300. And, and, and he, and, and he ends up winning for like a second and then, you know, the horse gets disqualified and that's, that's, that's a, that's a great thing. Uh, great, great line. And, you know, and then he has the great line when they come back from commercial, uh, which is, you know, I know I'm not his dad. Maybe I don't like the reminder. And, you know, they, I've taken to watching a lot of, you know, obviously sitcoms and, 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 and sketch shows. And one of the things that uh, really helps an audience along is when you're able to just say what the character is feeling, right? We spend all this time talking around what it is. If the character can kind of in one sentence explain himself, then the audience goes, Oh, okay. And then we get back to the comedy. So now he says, you know, I just feel bad, but then he keeps doing it. Now we're like, okay, yeah. there's the justification. We get it. Yeah, exactly. What oh, about, uh, gotta love it. did you, uh, did you, what was your, uh, holiday, uh, situation? Did you go anywhere? Did you see any of your family or, or you... my holiday situation? Gotta love it. I was in New York. Oh, okay. um, I was in New York for the holidays. Um, it was freaking cold. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm a baby now since I'm so, um, Oh yeah, you're used to it now. The, the Cali weather. Yep. So yeah, New York, it was beautiful, but, um, I could never live there. Sorry people who live in um, New York, but you know, it's a great place to visit, but I just couldn't live there cause it, it's cold and it's really fast paced. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's, 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 it's about to get, uh, uh, much, much worse. February is coming up. Uh, February in New York is, uh, is a very trying, uh, time, but, um, yeah, that's, that's what I heard. What's up with that? Yeah, I lived there for seven years. It's uh, February is is the is you know not only that not only is it too cold to to do much, um, but you end up you know you end up turning on the people that you're that you're you know inside with. You know you get a little cabin fever. You know you're oh, cooped yeah, I was up. Say why is that? Why do you turn on the no, people? No, that you that you, t- you turn on each other because it's so cold and you're miserable and sometimes you're sick yeah, and it's just like yeah. You're like I can't take it anymore. Yeah, because you're trapped in that. You know the 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 cockroaches and the rats and everybody's inside. So it's just it's uh it's not cockroaches a good and rats. And you know what? That's another reason why. I'm good on New York. Like, I feel like there's more rats than there are people, and the rats are freaking the size of cats. So but, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. Uh, but, but yeah, my, my holiday uh, break was, it, it was great. I had so much fun. And, you know, I, I just felt like, you know, due to the, you know, you know, the, this economy that we're in, and it just kind of like helped you narrow down the finer things in life, you know, such as like, you know, hanging out with your family and friends. And, you know, that's just basically kind of like what the highlight of, you know, uh, my holiday break was, and just spending time with family and friends and, you know, really living in the moment. Now, do you have any crazy, do you have any crazy, um, family members, anybody that like you could see it would be like this, this person should have a show. Oh my the- gosh. Who doesn't have any like, crazy family members that like crazy aunt or uncle. I have tons of them. They're like, they're not like should be in like an asylum asylum or anything like that, but they're hilarious. They're just too much to deal with. Like I just would keep them only at home and that's it. You, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't let them out. Uh, well, maybe let, let them out every once in a while to run around and, uh, I would not have them out. They can go play in the backyard for a second and then come back in. But other than that, no, I'm good, but I have tons of crazy family members but you know at the end of the day you gotta love them well, that's what makes it so great right is you know you got you can't, you can't pick your family yeah they're just like a modern family right yeah yeah well we're gonna go to commercial uh right here and then when we come back we're gonna do uh, a couple of predictions and we're gonna we're gonna chat some more so uh can yeah, you stay with us hang in there all right we'll be right back right, after cool. buzz tv hi i was once like you 
a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different aftershows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? And be sure to let us know what you want to buzz about. You know, you can follow us on Twitter, AfterBuzzTV. Um, you can also phone into the studio uh, if we are indeed live and you happen to catch us. You can give us a call at, uh, where is our phone number here? Uh, 424-256-1729. Uh, we are live right now on the uh, West Coast. It's 543 local time, 743 on the East Coast. But you're probably listening to us on a podcast, so don't worry. But uh, we do this every Friday um, at uh, at 4 o'clock, I believe. 430? Yeah, yeah. Local time. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm looking up at I'm looking at some gossip that's uh, going around the uh, the web for some of our uh, modern family. Uh, After Buzz TV News and uh, do 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 do. Uh, so saying? well, they say we got uh, you know n- n- nothing too earth shattering, but um, you know Jesse Tyler Ferguson who plays uh, who plays Mitchell. Uh, uh, who I guess is gay in real life here because it says, uh, yeah, his boy, he and his boyfriend adopted a puppy, a Maltese Yorkie mix. Um, yeah, yeah, he mentioned that on the on the on the Ellen show, and um, you know, it's uh, and he named he named the puppy Leaf after the character he portrayed in the twenty fifth annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. I saw Jesse Tyler Ferguson in the uh, the Merchant of Venice. Uh, two That's summers amazing. ago with uh, with Al Pacino, and he was he was pretty good. He's a very he's a great presence, he's a great performer. Oh, I love it. Uh, That's so cool. I think it's really cool when like characters like literally. It's, I'm sure he's probably not as you know out there, or even if he is similar to his character, I think it's cool. But I I just love how like you know you go in there, and I'm sure the whole audition process with um, you know going out for the role. Uh, I'm sure he just went in there and just you know did his thing, and he was like himself. And if not, I think that's cool that he was able to you know you know I would say exaggerate who he is for that character. So I think it's really cool when it's kind of close to home. So yeah, no, it's, he, and he, like I said, he's a great performer. So he definitely has presence and, and and poise and stuff. And he's just yeah, he's uh he's really he's really great. So. Um, and, shoot, and they, you know they shoot Modern Family here in uh, here in L.A. So I seen yeah. I seen Sofia Vergara out and about uh, town. Uh, actually, I saw the paparazzi before I saw her. But uh, you know she's she's a, she's a pretty 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 normal uh, lady. So uh, that's I think somebody was coming. That's right. Well, I've got I've got one what, I've got one piece of news that's uh, a little bit of uh, you know I would normally do uh, I guess a prediction, but it's not a prediction since I'm reading it right here on Twitter, and that's that Ellen Barkin is going to guest star on an upcoming episode of Modern Family. Yeah. 
and she hey, is. So who, who's Ellen Barkin? Uh, Ellen Barkin is uh, is an actress who uh, was in uh, a whole bunch of things, really. But uh, you know, she was in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, she's this kind of sultry uh, older woman. She was in uh, Oceans. 13, 12, one of, one of the oceans. I lost, I lost 13. After 11. <laughs> she's at she's she's Ocean's 13. Uh, she's she's this, this, this older, sultry, blonde woman who is uh, uh, who was actually in the news recently because she got, I guess, she got harassed by the NYPD. So she's uh, she, she took to tweeting uh, uh, very badly about them. She was in A Sea of Love with Al Pacino, uh, The Fan, Brooklyn's Finest, uh, just a whole bunch of movies. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know, it's got like you know, just like really full lips and just kind of really sultry and and I think she's kind of ripe for she's she's one of those character actors that I think will be really ripe uh, for parody. You know, like that she'll that she'll that you can make fun of and you can you know she can really kind of play up her her sexiness uh, in a really gotcha. fun fun way. So I'm looking forward to to seeing her. Um, so I guess now is the time to maybe do, uh, some predictions, some, uh, Ooh, some, yeah. uh, looking into the crystal ball and into the future of what we think. And now you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Predictions, predictions, predictions. So Ruba, I'm going to let you make your first prediction. What do you, what, what do you think is in store for our, uh, modern family? What, what, what's some stuff that you see maybe coming up? Maybe a plot line or maybe even something that you'd like to see a little bit more that you saw in this episode that you'd like to see a little bit more of in the future. You know what? I, you know what? I would love to see some really like chaos between the lovely, beautiful trophy couple. Um, I, I would love to see them, you know, kind of go through a tiff where they almost sort of kind of on the verge of parting ways and Ooh. some young, like, Latin or Italian, like, stud comes their way and, like, totally shakes things up between um, the two. I, I think that would be pretty amazing, like some new neighbor that's, like, I don't know, a uh, pool boy or something. Right. Like, totally shakes up things. I oh. think that would be pretty epic honestly <laughs> well one of my favorite things is as was you know the very last scene of the regular show which was where benjamin bratt where cam couldn't take his eyes off of benjamin bratt and he's just like you know yeah. stop stop staring at him and he's got his got his head turned yeah. but he's still looking at him with the eyes so yeah i could see that 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 would be fun and not too you know not too serious we don't actually want to break them up but yeah just no, yeah, a little we don't want to break them up because we love them as a couple but just kind of shake things up that happens in relationships so or, or when i on the show. Yeah, or or you know something that that happens in a lot of couples is maybe just you know like you know there's just sometimes just the 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 spark you know the the flame dims a little and so maybe we could just see something where where they uh, they get pulled uh, in an you know they're attracted to some aspect of someone else and uh, you know maybe the other person kind of you know. Uh, you know, dresses sexy or does something, you know, candles or something to kind of really try to, to try to respark, you know, the romance. Cause that once yeah, again, right? you know, that's not, that's not necessarily a, a gay thing. That's, that's a couple thing, you know, that it's over time. That happens. If you have the, the flame, you know, dwindles and you have to, you know, rekindle that flame. So, uh, you know, it happens in all kinds of relationships. So why not let's, let's see that part of the relationship. That's right. You know? I, I think I think that would be great. That that would be uh, that would be great. That would be really funny. So uh, I want to see. You know, they've been they they hinted at this earlier in the season, um, and in this episode, Claire 
uh, who is um, uh, Phil's uh, wife. She didn't really have a big role in this in this episode. She was just kind of you know just like Shh, you know don't you know Phil is fine. Phil is she was she actually I, I almost feel like she didn't even leave like the front two rooms. She didn't leave like the front room or the kitchen of this episode. So maybe right. I'd like to see her. You know they alluded to it earlier in the year, in, earlier in the season that she was going to run for city council or for community board or for something. So I'd like to see them come back to that plot line. Uh, I think it, that would be so funny because Claire already, you know, she she was a wild woman when she was younger. So right. I would love to see her run for city council and then they'll bring up something like really ridiculous that she did when she was a teenager or, you know, something crazy to kind of like throw off guard and, and try to stop her from continuing to run. So I think that would be actually Oh, you mean like a scandal? Her. Like a scandal from her past yeah. comes comes back to Come haunt her? Now. Everyone loves a scandal, especially when you're running from some sort of like political figure or, you know, some public figure. I think that would be super funny. I think that would be great. Yeah. Especially if, especially if it's like nothing too serious, but she's like, you, you know, the other, but you know, how like sometimes like, especially now you see like the presidential race where people bring up and they start hammering this one thing and you're like, well, what's the big deal? Like that's it. But it's it, like within exactly. that world, it's a big deal within that little community. It's a big deal. So uh, that'd be great if they could just blow out something that's really kind of insignificant, but make it seem like a really big deal. You're right. Yeah, I think like, that would be hysterical. We'll be like, what's the big deal? But they're like, and what about that time that you Lick that lollipop the way you did. That's right. That's right. We have video of you being all sensual at the, you know, at the, the Halloween lollipop. carnival or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that would, that would be hilarious. That would be awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Oh my God. Well, Hi, listen. Mario? Yeah, this was this was awesome. I'm really looking forward. I'm looking forward to having you come in the studio and meet you finally face to face and uh, and and just really uh, fleshing out the the rest of the season of Modern Family because you're 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 a fun guy. This is this is gonna be a good time. I don't think you're ready, Mario. I don't. Oh, I'm not ready? Uh oh. Okay, yeah, then I need to not ready. Not I gotta hit the gym then this week. I gotta <laughs> get ready. I gotta start running so I could I could get up to we up can, to speed okay. with you. It's a new year. I really need it's to get a, It's a new like, year. I know. Enough. Well, I was just thinking how it's you know it's the beginning of the year. And you have so many you know so many good intentions, so many resolutions, things that like I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do, and it's like and then and, some something and happens. Then they dwindle by like Saturday. Yep. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> by <over>. Saturday, <laughs> not by March. <laughs> by Saturday. <laughs> nice that's so bad but that's that's just what happens that's how it goes all right well we'll try to keep yeah right uh do you have anything uh you want to plug is there anything you're working on anything uh you want to direct people to is there uh yeah just make sure you guys um follow me on twitter which is at i a m ruba's world and um you guys can hit me up on my official site which is ruba's world Dot com. You can find me on Facebook, which is Ruba's World. So, um, yeah, I had so much fun. Mario, you are the best. I cannot wait to see you next weekend. Thank you. Yes. Likewise, we're gonna have a lot. We're gonna have a lot of fun. This is gonna be. This yeah. is gonna be a, a good time. So, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter as well. Cine Mario. That's C I N E Mario. Um, and uh, as well as my production company, Pinchy Pictures. We actually have a trailer up for a web series that we're gonna be doing called Hollywood or Bust. So you just you can just uh, YouTube Hollywood or Bust trailer. I actually just saw the final uh, cut today. It looks really good, so we're going to have that uh, nice. up and running soon. And then I'm also performing stand-up next Wednesday at uh, at the El Cid uh, restaurant and uh, nightclub here in uh, in uh, in L.A. So if anyone's around, uh, it's going to be an 8 o'clock show, going to be a bunch of hot comedians, some dinner, some drinks, who knows, maybe dancing and other unmentionable things afterwards. So, uh, nice. I will of... be there. Awesome. Thank you, Ruba. Well, it's great talking to you, and we will see so you uh, next you. week. After Buzz TV, Modern Family. Join us next week as, uh, or whenever the next new episode is, and we will talk uh, some more. But uh, thank you so much, Ruba. You're the best, and I'll see you soon, okay? And real quick, guys, I do want to say, uh, 
We've been teasing our website for the longest time. Ooh. It is... Uh, it's 95% there. There's a few changes we're going to finish up on Monday, but for, for the most part, it's there. Um, over the weekend, we will populate it with uh, you know, all the information that's necessary. If you, like, For an example, none of our hosts are there. We're going to put them on there. So, by the way, Ruba, send me your bio. See, I made it public, so you got to do it now. Right, Ruba? I will. So you guys make sure you guys uh, check it out. It, uh, exactly. And uh, so, because we did our part for you guys, you guys have been asking for the website. We wanted to deliver you an amazing website. It took a little bit longer, but we feel the product's better. And so now you have to do your part, people. You got to tell your friends. You got to spread the word of AfterBuzz. We Facebook. Exactly. It's completely free. Free to you. Free to your friends. Unless you want to charge them. But hey, shame on you if you do, right. because we're not charging okay. them. So please support, support our fans, support our hosts, support the network. Thank you, guys. Thank you. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Buzz you later. See you, Ruba. See you, Mario. Thanks. Bye-bye. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.